0: Hello, I'm Abe Beeson at Avast Studios in North Seattle for a School of Jazz studio session with the All-Star Ensemble from the Seattle Academy with their mentor Joe Doria on the Hammond organ. Under the direction of Stuart McDonald. The S.A.A.S. Jazz Band has been growing larger and more skilled since his arrival just as the pandemic lockdowns began. This year, the band is firing on all cylinders with many seniors, including bassist Eli Pohl and drummer Calvin Lundeen, saxophonist Peter Ratzlaff, and trombonist Max Chestnut. Also in this all-star band, we'll hear the talented trombonist Hazel Beeman and guitarist Avery Merch. Their mentor Joe Doria is the Northwest's premier organ player. Leading the trio McTuff in music honoring the soul jazz tradition through a modern lens. His regular late night Tuesday sessions at the Sea Monster Lounge in Wallingford have become the most popular musician hangs in the city. We're going to hear a beautiful ballad from the group today and a pair of funky groovers. Here's the Seattle Academy All Stars with Joe Doria from the KNKX School of Jazz. (laughs) Bye. <laughs> Uh, Seattle Academy uh, Jazz Band uh, is here at Avast Studios in North Seattle. Their mentor, Joe Doria, is here. But I want to start with a question for the band's director, uh, Stuart McDonald. Um, Stuart, the uh, Seattle Academy Band has been growing in size over the last few years. uh, Since you've been uh, one of the band directors, I think four years. Tell us about how the school's uh, music program has been growing.
1: Well, uh, it's just a reflection, I think, of the growth of the school overall. We've had... uh just the school continues to grow at a pretty, pretty big rate. And um, when I arrived at Seattle Academy, we had three middle school groups and two high school bands. Um, that's now grown to six different middle school bands and two still, uh, but much larger uh, upper school bands. And we've got several combos, there and we also do a drum line and a pep band
0: and we've got all sorts of music
1: happening at sass right now
0: excellent and i know um, a lot of high schools are excited about uh, travels and competitions and trips uh seattle academy has a trip plan tell us about it Stuart.
1: well it's a new festival uh it's down it's been put on by the people at folsom high school down in folsom california and so this is the same weekend as the reno jazz festival and um, our vocal jazz director mark hoover um, found out about this one and we just decided to try something different this year. Um, it's a competition. It's over two days and the band's going to get to play two different half hour sets, one on Friday, one on Saturday of that weekend. And, uh, both of them are at outdoor venues, should be a nice time. And, uh, we're really looking forward to it. Joe Doria,
0: tell us a little bit about your high school music experience, your education growing up. We had no music in our <laughs> high school or grade school. We had wood blocks and I think a tambourine that somebody threw in the room one day. Wow. <laughs> so it was college when I started learning to play music. I was getting in trouble before then. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about, I, I, Joe Doria is one of the keys to the Seattle music community um, for late night folks, okay. especially. I don't know if the kids are, are uh, they're probably up that night, uh, yeah. that late at night. They're up that late, but they can't get in to see you at the Sea Monster. But that's such an important part of the music community. Tell us about what goes on there Tuesday nights.
2: It's a, it's a meeting of most of the musicians in town.
0: Uh, I, I host a Tuesday night thing where I'll invite as, as many as I can and, and get them going around the each month and, and just play jazz funk blues everything rock and roll punk and it's all it's all
2: music to me yeah, right on.
0: Yep. and every time i go and see if i can stay up late i walk in the door and i'm i'm running into 15 or 20 musicians who are also there to see joe and the band plays. fantastic so when you get to 21 I'm, I'm sure a lot of these folks will be headed over too. Uh, Hazel, uh, trombonist, um, tell us a little bit about the the music community at Seattle Academy, and um, whether th- uh, you've got a, a nice group of friends here in the music uh, department, and if you're hanging out um, outside of school too.
3: Okay, um, I've been in band at SAS since I was in sixth grade, so like I've kind of grown up with like a lot of these people, like Cal was in combo, and Peter was in combo with me in middle school, so I've known them for a really long time. Um, I think the community, well, we go on a retreat every year. Um, so, like, I think that's a really important way to build community. It's, we don't really bring our instruments, or we, we don't really play on our retreat. So, it's just, like, time for us to hang out and get to know each other outside of band, which I think is really cool. Um, and I think that's, like, kind of how we form friendships and bonds with everyone.
0: That's a great point. As Joe was just talking about, a lot about just the hang and being with other musicians. Um, we'll turn to our second trombonist in the band, Max. Um, you're the jazz head in the crew and uh, you're a great, uh, great ballad uh, in the session today. Um, I know uh, part of jazz is developing... Um, the sense of empathy, of being able to to feel what other people are feeling, especially in music. You're looking to to listen really hard and also watching. One, uh, Joe Doria is one of my favorite musical communicators. When you come to the big part, he's, uh, he's raising his fist up or he's patting his head or he's giving you the devil sign because he wants you to rock out. Tell us about um, the aspect of listening and uh, being empathetic in jazz.
4: Yeah, I, I think it's a really big aspect and one that's almost kind of unique to jazz. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of other styles of music uh, where Really, predominantly, the melody takes like a lot of the listener's attention, and uh, with jazz, I feel like it's constantly like seesawing between uh, all these different parts, and you can hear all these different parts kind of individually. Uh, so yeah, being able to, uh, listen really well in that area, uh, is very helpful and also very inspiring. So, yeah.
0: Thank you, Max. And we'll turn over to our third horn player, Peter on the saxophone. Um, I know you're not just a jazz musician. In fact, you're not just a saxophone player. Tell us about though, how, uh, learning saxophone and learning to play jazz helps you, uh, play guitar and do more singer songwriter type stuff.
4: Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of started playing saxophone when I was in sixth grade, like, ha- like Hazel and, uh, in Cal. So I kind of just like grew up, um, originally I grew up playing like piano, like hmm. classical music, I guess. And then when I turned to jazz, cause I, my cousin Stanley played, uh, saxophone, I was like, Hmm, that l- looks like a really funky instrument. Like, I want to try that out. I, I, I could like rip something apart with that thing. Like I <laughs> honestly, um, it just, I just kind of came down to the fact that, uh, yeah, I just really like playing because um, there's such an original sound to it. That's what I really like. And um, I originally played alto, but tenor is more fun because it's a little bit lower, kind of in like my range, I guess. So um, yeah, and I don't know. I picked up guitar last year, and I kind of just enjoy um, playing with these like playing with these guys. I think this is like that's the, probably the most important part is that knowing who you know, like in terms of your band members that's what's really important is kind of developing relationships and musically especially and just um, kind of adding on to each other it's like me and calvin kind of growing up in that area where we just, we just kind of learned to play off each other a lot more um in the last couple of years than we did in like in a long time so i think that's something important
0: but yeah Thank you so much Peter and uh, Avery the future of the rhythm section here on the rhythm <laughs> guitar um, I'd love to ask you about the future of jazz I kind of Each generation changes the music um, to reflect the, the time that they're in And I wonder if you could tell me in kind of a, jo- uh, a genreless new generation Where the audience has a chance to hear everything How do you feel your generation is going to put your mark on jazz? I know easiest question so far
5: <laughs> Oh gosh Um I don't know. I think uh, it's interesting like seeing kind of how all the history of music is like coming together uh, especially in the way that Stuart's leading this band. It's like like I, I, we have a conduction exercise that we just practiced today that's full of uh, a ton of classic hits from like um, all of the late 1900s. So um, um, I, it's interesting seeing how those are all like coming together and, and especially into jazz. Uh, it's like coming in an improv and Um, yeah, it's a lot less of a formula, which I like. Like, it seems, it it feels very, um, uh, freeing almost to, to like come in with your own style and then, and, and the music that you listen to, um, which for most of us, I feel like isn't always jazz, (laughs) uh, you know, uh, it's fun to come in with that, um, and just kind of let it influence how you play.
0: Right on, right on. Uh, Eli, our bass player in the band, of um, uh, one of the seniors in the rhythm section. Um, it was so much fun to have a, a, a school of jazz session with Joe Doria, which kind of equals the band is gonna play more funky, groovy stuff. Um, the bass player, kind of the backbone of the groove. Tell us what it was like working with Joe Doria. Oh my God. Well, the first
4: thing was when, I don't think it was here at the first like kind of main rehearsal, but when Stewart sent me the song list, I love the songs you know, I mean, I mean I just how do I say this I love funk and your songs that you chose really kind of it had the spin of of course it was still jazz but this was the first like jazz song I've played where I could actually like slap and pop which I thank you so much for <laughs> these are seriously you picked such good songs thank you so much
0: and finally, uh, my old friend, Calvin Lundeen, former School of Jazz guest DJ. Uh, he did a School of Jazz uh, remote studio session during the pandemic with uh, Seattle Academy's Red Combo with your friends Tito and Henry. Um, and here you are in your senior year, and I know that you play more than just jazz, too. Tell us about how your jazz training has prepared you to be a more well-rounded musician.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's In the Seattle music scene, when you go into, like, any other scene other than jazz— it's really rare to find people that kind of have the training, I guess. Like when I go to like a punk show or something, I love the scene, I love all the people, I love the music, but you don't find a lot of people that really listen to jazz, like, and like you know know how it works or know how to play it. Um, and so definitely like, and people will come up to me when I play gigs at you know wherever with other bands, they'll be like, are you jazz trained? And I'm like, yeah, how could you tell? You know, whatever. (laughs) Um, And so I think it just kind of makes you stand out in a way in scenes that aren't, you know, related or they're distantly related, um, which is really cool. Um, And I think definitely the improvisational aspect, having the kind of sense of creativity and the ability to play off of people. That's definitely, you know, a really cool thing to learn. And that helps you no matter what kind of music you're playing. Um, Yeah. And I think, yeah. Just overall, I think it's been a really great thing to learn jazz and then take that into all these other places that I also love just as much. Right on. It's the Seattle Academy Jazz Ensemble All-Stars with their mentor Joe Doria,
0: Max Chestnut, and Hazel Beeman on trombones with saxophonist Peter Ratzlaff, Avery Merch on guitar, Eli Pohl bass, and Calvin Lundeen drumming. Thanks to Seattle Academy Jazz Band Director Stuart McDonald. I'd also like to thank our School of Jazz sponsors, BECU. Thanks to our listeners and all the members of our leadership circle. Your generous contributions make our School of Jazz performances possible. Connect to the School of Jazz and all the studio session archives at knkx.org. Thanks to the School of Jazz executive producer, Brenda Goldstein-Young, and our audio engineer, Brian Moynihan, video producer, Parker Blome, and everyone at Avast Studios in North Seattle. I'm Abe Beeson. Thanks for listening.